0: Um, working with actors—is uh, that a process for you? Because I I know you're quite an actors uh, kind of director. Um,
1: uh, I think in this context, um, in in the environment that that we are given stuff to do here in Singapore, uh, there's no one process uh, with the actors um, because we have people who come from all kinds of backgrounds. Yep. Uh, I've got non-actors. Hmm. I've got the the divas. Yep. You've got the <laughs> trained actors. You've got the actors who, who think they are trained and experienced but know nothing. <laughs> so, you know, and I always ask myself this. Why? I mean, out, at the heart of it, they're all artists. I'm also an artist. Right? So, but then, the difference is they are a performance artists, right? I mean, in the way they are, they are giving something out of So, I always ask myself, I always treat them in a sense of like, um, they're very vulnerable because why would anyone, I mean, we're not even talking about Hollywood here. Yep. Why would anyone come for a day and get paid a few hundred dollars and succumb to a lot of torture? <laughs> 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 yes, yeah, that's true. And put themselves, expose <laughs> their bodies, their, you know, w- their insecurities. Like Why? It means they are different. Yep. I'm not seeing them differently, but they are special. Right, because no one would do do it. I mean, they all could have taken the easy way route, right? You could have. I mean, a lot of them are educated, you know. But why? What makes them like always come back to do this? And actually, when you make the relationships outside of your job, when you sit down and talk to some of them, some of them have all the money, even though not not talking about struggling actors. Let's talk about them, the actors who have everything enough to retire already, young and then you realize some of them tell me like if they don't shoot anything they get into a depression <laughs> <laughs> then you realize these people are, are are different so in that sense how do you deal with these people i think they're very delicate so each project each process uh uh work very very differently i think at the heart of it is um more than they trust me they should trust the story and they trust whatever that I mean I had this great experience um, I I worked with Cynthia Cynthia Ko. Cool.
0: Mm.
1: prior to that I've not seen anything that she has done before okay. I mean I know who she is mm. um, so when they called me uh, when they told me she's the Chinese show which I yeah, did, yeah. she's doing okay. the role mm. I was like okay fine I mean I don't know any of these people yep. so I asked the producer no no she's good she's good I said okay, because that project was a project where um, I wasn't the first director. Another director was supposed to do it, could not commit, so I came in. So Mm -hmm. everything was already carved out. The good thing is I could change things around Mm and work the whole treatment. So the first day, I said, okay, we need to have the script read, we need to have everyone on the same page, and all the more, I don't know the language. So the first day, script read. I mean, like I'm sorry, Cynthia, I have to quote you here, but you know, you... I love you for that aspect. <laughs> it's like she... Um, I think there was a problem with the door of our room that we we're going to have a script read. So she came in. Uh, I think she was she appeared late, but she wasn't, right? So she came in, and we had the script read. Everyone was good with it. And I remembered the script had... She, she played this character who was suffering from kind of like manic depression, drugs, substance abuse, because her son, uh, her autistic son, committed suicide. So it's really a very mm. heavy role. Yeah. I mean, the script <coughs> even when I saw so it, I was like, "This is heavy, man." Yeah. And and so I mean, the script-wise, she was supposed to smoke and, and stuff like that. Like, like, like smoking was a way where she was escaping from this numbness of whatever that because she witnessed the, the son jumping down, kind mm. of thing. And so after the script and everything, she said that I'm not going to... Do I really need to smoke? Because she said I kind of quit. So I was like a bit like paused. <laughs> I was like, okay, executive producer, you... you Because you kind of like scripting was already done and everything, right? So she was asking, do I really... Is there a way? Because, you know, she said, I'm doing it for my own health and I wouldn't want it to... I mean, she said, "We can we do something else?" You know, I mean, it was a valid question. I, 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 I did not get offended by it because, um, for her, it's you know, it's a health, you know, this kind of thing. But I also needed, I also knew that the cigarette was such an important motive in that, because the way I had planned it is, we always see her bag. She's always blowing the smoke out of it. Wow! The, you know, mm. like trying to be one yeah. <laughs> cover, <cannot> make <it. laughs> so. So the idea is there. Right? Yeah, and then she <laughs> was like so she just threw, you know, you no know, director, do you you know, it was just like so I knew it's like we just had a script read, I don't know her, you know, we we have not gone into that. I trust me, you trust, you know, I kind don't of think. So while she was walking out, she said something for you to think about. <laughs> okay. So she she walked up, but she did tell my AD mm. uh for me, uh, Virginia Slim. So. Mm. so I kind of like knew, okay, she's going to do it or she's going to cheat because she said you nothing know, about cheating, or kind of thing. So I knew she was going to do it. But you know, there was this, this thing, I don't know this guy, this shavy script. I'm reading the script now for the first time and like, you know, very fair. So while we were filming, uh, we didn't talk much. Uh, I mean, she, she, she f- she floored us, she floored me with her performances and she was in character. Like when we did a uh, uh, fitting, it was just to fit for the wardrobe and I saw the pictures, I was there, I was like, okay, she is, you know, yeah, she won't come, she won't talk to anyone. So I remember there was this scene we were doing in the car, she was supposed to be sitting in the cop's car, she was going to go and identify her child in the mock. And uh, it was tough in a sense like, so the DP was in the front seat, she was in the back seat. And the DP said, like, do you need a monitor? I said, no, with her I don't need, but no. I'll just be inside the car, so just to give her minor directions if you need to look out here and there. Cool. I think she kind of knew that I was not monitoring it because I'm just sitting beside her. And so I was rolling and then I was like, I'm just giving signal to the DP. Let's just go. Let's just we are done. So during lunch, she sat down with me. And she said that um, you work a lot with this DP. Yeah? say, so I said, "Yeah, I can see." I also went to see your other work last night, your series. So that's when I realized that because she was she was different along the way. Like she knew what was her investment in this? She knew sure. what... So, in that sense, you see, the process was very clear. I didn't talk to her much. Uh, I would say, even though it's a heavy role, uh, you know, she, needs, she smoked. She did everything because she knew what th- that character did. And we are friends now. We are close friends now. You know, I would say, Cynthia, you're very expensive. No, I cannot afford <laughs> you with my own projects. So, never mind. You, could, you. know. So, in that sense, you feel happy that uh, that you 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 know you brought something special out from this person and that's the greatest joy it's not about like your ratings or you got good shots nothing but there was this magic that you could help create from 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 this actor like you know they feel it you feel it if not if you if they can't feel it and you can't feel it how do you expect the audience to feel
0: it that's that's yeah. a that's a good story and Let's go back to this, like, um, because obviously you have a little bit of a reputation ah. as a director. <laughs> good. Obviously, good obviously. Oh <laughs> uh, uh, no, no, no! I mean, good, good. I that agree. means you know, you, you you do stuff, and you know, obviously, she checked you out, yeah, and yeah. and it, it checked out, and uh, you know. Th- how much do you think when working with actors that is needed? Or like, you know, somebody was starting off with no, with no cachet, with no backlog of work. I mean, even for me, I mean, I do have a little bit. Uh, so people know, of course, uh, they heard a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but whether it's true yeah. or not. Yeah. But there there is this, la, I mean, uh, uh, and, and you were talking about like not talking, you know, it comes from that dance isn't it that uh, a lot of directors do actors. some a lot of uh, coaxing some with very little and in fact actually I do a lot of the very little Mm. so would you say like how much is needed for a young director to like okay I need to ramp up my, my my keep polishing my star so that you know my work would be able to do
1: well, uh, wow. why do I find this question so tough for young directors i mean
0: like ah. do do you use it often now i'm sure you, for for you it's different from somebody who was like you know for when you began
1: yeah 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 that's that's true that's true I mean, I spent like uh what three years in poly and uh Four years in uni, so it's like, what, seven years? More than medical school. (laughs) So I've already been working with actors from that. So definitely, I have to go back to the first student short film I did back in school, where everything in the frame has to be, like, perfect. you You know, like, you know, there's this edgy. And then, as you mature, as you grow, you know, this is something I think you can't teach you form your own perceptions, your intention, everything about within you of the kind of filmmaker that you mould and you grow into. And of course, the acting, the casting department is one of the departments the director has to, to be, you know, the make or break of the film. But there's still the other elements as well. But you, I don't know, for me, from way beyond that, because of my of my experience, seeing a lot of theater shows and everything, I think the the beauty in, in from the actor is bringing out the character, and they always say, "I don't know this is a very film school term uh, uh, directing is sixty percent casting I mean I, I used to hear it, but I, I, I don't know whether I can connect with it in that sense, yeah, but because I mean in a very smooth small talent pool you work with very little people so you kind of know. You already have a preconceived judgement what you feel or what you think this person can do. Then of course you don't want to type cast or stereotype cast but because through working with them like now I for example I've worked with Cynthia like I know more than that I mean her character is just kind of like okay this person she goes through that but you realize that there's a lot more you know from that person uh, as well, so I think for the young coming back for the young directors, I think is if you like i'd say like if your parents are not convinced by your film, then it's something you need to work hard upon because your parents are not i rece- i use my parents as a yardstick like they're not going to say like "Oh, it's very well shot <laughs> <laughs> maybe yeah. now because as someone who's doing films, you know, when I'm with them, sometimes I'm like, ah, you know, this is good shot. You know, they even my mother now started to see. When she's, like, hey, it seems like your film. I saw like all the overhead shots. That's what you do, you know. So I was quite shocked, you know. But but then, at the at the heart of it is like your. I always feel your parents are your yardstick. If they do not feel something for it, then like, yeah, they're not going to say like, oh, it's beautiful uh, uh, cinematography. It's the lighting is beautiful, you know. So I feel sometimes young filmmakers. They are just afraid of failures because everyone wants to judge, right? Yeah, our society is really judgmental. It's like, but I think when you're, that's why shorts, I always, I love, I still do my own shorts. Like, because it's the way to always re-evaluate, your, self-evaluate yourself. And you can still live with the mistakes. But not when you go out and do professionally because there is more ruthless, right? One bad job, that's it. Whatever you've done before, then, does not matter anymore, like how can this guy screw it up? Mm. you see so I, I always feel that for young filmmakers it's always to to do something that is very very convincing and not be caught up by by your terminologies or your your theories uh, you have to you i mean it's going to be a, uh, it's going to take some years to discover what you are i mean of course, there are some that are. Super talented, they know. Then that's good. But for those who are trying to like, I want to be a director eventually. I mean, at the end of the day, what a director I always feel needs is like, um, you need to have very good taste. You know, you need to have good judgment, and uh, you need to read a lot. And the world is beyond just filmmaking, like, and because that's how it was for me when I when I studied three years in in film school, in film sound video, was all about the technicalities. How to fix the camera. At that time, we were shooting on film, you know, so 16-minute film, wow. this and that, right? But <coughs> when I moved beyond, when I went to university, those things no longer excited me. So I took on a lot of other courses. I did architecture. I did music. My minor was in music, you know. So all this starts to add up more. They start to add up, pile up more when you, when you read so much more. You do literature, you know. Everything comes to make sense in storytelling in a larger point. So I think that is the, the important element also f- young filmmakers need to understand.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, one more. Um, just one more because wow, we're really over. Um, how, how do you approach crying scenes, scripted or not scripted? How, how do you... <laughs> I, I hate that. Every time, you know, there's a, there's a script and then, oh, tears. I was like, Wow. First, the the, the actors are uh, they have to cry on demand.
1: Yeah.
0: Then, but there are some actors that were wow, they are like dying yeah, to yeah. do wow. those. Yeah, like you know, it's <laughs> like almost like the other way around. You have to tell them, hey, don't cry so much. Uh, uh, so, how how do you approach? Like, it's written there. There's a crying
1: uh, on that page. Uh, so far, I never. F- found it challenging I think also with the cast that I got to work on with I mean if I know like this person if there was a script that written that way and it's meant for this so I I, never never was a situation where I found it challenging Uh, so I don't really have an approach uh, because I I think because that is a it's a physical act right so sometimes when it's scripted like it has to cry I cringe (laughs) okay because she, the scene itself calls for it is through the scene. It's is it, through how it's written, right? So you and then it was like she turns back and she starts crying. So there's no motivation. Then it also becomes very hard for the actor where their journey uh, uh, because if it was really well scripted, you don't even have to write that cries, right? So mm-hmm. if you say I mean there are scripts where please do know the actor is not supposed to cry. Have you got that? I've got. So it's like, you know... <laughs> so to <laughs> me, it's like, oh, no, you know... These are things... TV. Yeah. Or, you know, long form, whatever, etc. But, you know, because... It is... So I, I, I don't know. I just don't feel there's an approach. Sometimes, I always never control anyone. Okay. Because if the scene demands it, it's the way... You know, there's tears. Or, you know, it breaks out. I was like, yeah, because that is... N- natural natural, yeah. right Yeah. so I, I do not approach only there was once I remembered and it's a method and I hate to use it um, there was an actress uh, I mean she, she's seeing her boyfriend in ICU in coma and obviously she had to break down and stuff like that and this was my early years and I also didn't know that actress and then she was like I sh- she just came and said I can't do it. <laughs> okay. I can't do it. Uh, I was like, okay, we have to do things. It's not obviously, you just don't go in and you I was like, okay, uh, then I'm going to use something which is going to be very tough and I have no choice. So you're okay with it then? <laughs> she said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, I mean, for her, she also, I mean, she was an uh, upcoming mm, star, okay. star in that sense. So we walked out of the set and I remember talking about her, her grandmother who passed away or something like that. Like, just very short. Just, you know. Mm, yeah. Went into that, that dark tunnel. And that became a tap. Okay, come in. Short. Done. <laughs> After the next day, she said like, Oh my God, Dawn, why do you have to do that? I said, yeah, but you wanted to cry on that scene. I mean, like, what do you want me to do? Like, I hate to do it. I, I hate to do it. But it brings you back there. Okay. Um
0: last question about uh actors will be name your muse la. Is there any local actors that really changed your directing? Negatively or even positively?
1: <laughs> uh I mean uh I chose
0: locally because it's so easy yeah, to yeah. say, Oh other no Day Lewis, but you, you've got no experience yeah, directing yeah,
1: yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but 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 your question is like it changed your directing,
0: yeah. right <laughs> or don't change is okay now, but somebody that you wow every time you know you keep working with that person is different
1: i will mention this young upcoming actor uh but he's on the vasandam uh real moon spectrum One i want to mention him is because uh in 2014 my first show uh, my first Boston Drama. It was a cop show. He came in uh, as a very small uh, villain. And there's nothing much I felt I could do with him. To be fair, he was thrown into the deep ocean. And he didn't have much scope in that sense for the character. He could not even read uh, Tamil in that sense. And then I was like, in my mind, I was thinking like, okay, put him come up, it's not fair to him, <laughs> not fair to me, you know, you know, you're fighting for time, <laughs> overrun, and then it's like, you know, and sometimes you, indirectly, you vent your frustration, it's like, so where were you this before this, oh no, I was doing this, I was working in a restaurant, okay, so do you have an audition, Yeah, 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 yeah. you know, I was just like, i in a way. It's like you gotta work harder, you know, if you want to be serious about this because I'm suffering, you know, kind of <laughs> okay. thing. But he wasn't that bad. But he was someone I didn't expect to to see again, you know, work again. Uh, you know, I just thought it's one off this boy. And after that, I moved to Tanglin, so I wasn't doing any Wasantham shows. And then he started to
0: mm. do climb up a the lot. Yeah.
1: yeah, I mean, I wasn't working with him, but I was like, oh my god, like. You know, what was the process? And then recently, I did a show of Asandam drama back with him. Wow. He flawed me. He was totally in character. He was just living. I, I, I got a bit afraid for him already. I said, you know what? You took upon writing?" Yeah. And then, I wanted to do this short film for very long, but I didn't get funding and stuff, etc. And then I told myself, I always wanted him to do it. But because I was working with him, uh, two of the actors that I always had in mind to do it, but you know, in, I never got it commissioned, never got it funded. So while I was working with them this past few months, I just like, you know, I have to do this short film with these two people. And so immediately we took a like, two months break after the show, and then I did. And my god, it's like, I told him, you know, you, you, you. you. I mean, I went on another TV show. There was an interview, and I told him that this guy. I don't think changed my directing, but he changed my whole perception of him. Like you know, he's such a dedicated actor who's who is struggling to to even lead the life of of, of, an, of a part time actor. You know, so in that sense, this is talent, and you can't do much more within. I think as a creator, you also feel sad about it.
0: But yeah. uh, is is there a, maybe we can name the person?
1: And his name is Jabu, Jabu Dean. Okay. Yeah,
0: so he's still doing good. Lead roles or yeah, I, I
1: mean he's doing lead. He's one of uh, I I think he has finally got the people's recognition of like this guy. He's got it. Yeah he's, yeah, he's got it. Like you know, um, like how he spoke about Siva. This guy, this is the next one we have.
0: Cool. Uh. Oh. For me, is uh, recently just he was saying that oh this rapper that was like you know quite quite big in Singapore now.
1: Young Raja. Yeah.
0: He was on my finding spider set. I think I scolded him many times. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. yeah, but he was young and uh small yeah. kid then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um okay, last question is last last one. <coughs> um h- how do you work with your DPs? Or is there one DP that you keep going to?
1: Uh I keep going to this DP. Uh he's my co- I mean he's my friend as well. Uh Cheyenne. Okay. Um and he, it's, um, I mean, he's he's very popular now. Yes. So sometimes to get him also, it's a bit like, ah. Uh, <laughs> you know, but uh, interestingly, because we started out together in the same documentary. Cool. Uh, yeah, he was my junior back in school. So okay. he came, so I was already, so that's when he just graduated, right? I was already way past of school. He's one year my junior. And he came as a CA. And I'm the AD. And then we were thrown into like, okay, now you direct. So it's like, I got him as the, like I don't want the DP. That's the old <laughs> thing. He came and we did. So somehow or rather, there's always this natural thing to go back to him. But he's, he's, he's doing really good now. And, yeah. and I think the dedication, the, the dedication that he gives is, I, I try to challenge him now. Like even my latest short film, I told him, look here, I'm not going to give you any lights. Can you do it for me? Because I can't afford it. I can't afford a big team. It's not a commercial project. He said the story is good. I don't mind doing it. So sometimes we we have these debates, but but I think he he he's very dedicated to to the the story. So I mean, I worked with others as well. Uh, one DP that I really enjoyed working so much, and I miss is all Michael Zor. Okay. Yeah, because he um, is he still wrong? I don't think so. I think, yeah, he's I think he went in, back. Yeah, then. I yeah. don't know. I I do text him now and then, but he did my first... Uh, yeah, so it was Michael and Cheyenne who actually shot my first um, uh, project for TV. But I've been a fan of Michael before that.
0: But we we heard many stories about
1: Michael. Yeah, I mean, we have... <laughs> Uh, I think everyone who hears this will know, but, you know, Michael was a person who, who I remember back then itself, he was very fast. And if you don't match up to his speed, you get it from him. Which is a good thing. Like, you know, he's... and But he's not the kind of person It's like, oh, I need to craft this, craft that. He, what I love so much about Michael is he worked with so much of limitations, which is very hard to see now, today. Yep. So even though the world talks... 101 things about Michael, is like my working relationship with him was, he was like, let's do this. Let's do this. Nothing should stop. You know, he he was that kind of person and he always pushed me and I always used to go to him, you know, you know, I'm not getting this job. Back then, because I was way young then and he was really doing a lot and he's like, there should not, be. He is the only person who told me, there should not be a difference between your 10 minute mm-hmm. short film and the 88-minute feature film. He said I, I said, I don't buy that bullshit. <laughs> okay? He said, you do. So in that sense, we shot this film, I think, it was called At Your Doorstep. You know, it was a commission work. But, and it's not the easiest to work with Michael, but the way he, he worked on it, his dedication, and even until today, everyone who watches a short film, like, you know, it's like, you know, when I watch it, I just miss Michael. Because there's something where, a lot of times, even the smaller projects, when you going to shoot documentaries, you know, you only have like few lights, uh, You know, the DDo light, you know, mm. production houses buys it, and like, no, 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 you cannot rent more lights. It's you know, it's a documentary. You know. But the way Michael crafts his lighting with so little, I'm like, wow, you know. So M- Michael is that sense that you cannot put him in a box, and that's the problem. But you, he likes to go out in the war and fight. Uh, yeah, so he's that kind of person, you know. I remember. Few years later, we were doing this TV show and we were shooting in KL. And sometimes it's always fights and arguments and Michael. And sometimes, and that show was quite demanding in that sense. I was working with a lot of uh, big actors, Beatrice Chia, mm. uh Jason Goffrey, mm. and uh, mm. stuff like that. So it was crazy in that sense. And I remember there was this scene with uh, Belinda. She plays a, a cancer patient who actually had already had a mastectomy with her breast and then she has to wear like the mastectomy bra or something so very emotional scene and I remember she was already in character it was, it was very tough you know a few years back and so I told Michael she needs to go to all the way to her room take her bra come back and shout at Jimmy Ternica at like you know kind of very very emotive scene and then Michael was like, okay, the house was a challenge in this. And uh, he said, I said, Michael, but she needs to walk to the room. Like, I know production might have not got the best house, but for me, it's the scene. I don't care if they can't see anything, but <laughs> I, her performance has to go on one take. You follow her all the way, and you come back. And then he was like, and I think it was so tight the space I think the CA also was so kind of, I mean that time we didn't have the wireless mm,
0: mm, mm.
1: I don't know whether there was a wireless for that camera you know it was just a few years back I said never mind I'll put this lens we will go for the way she had to go open the drawer take the bra come back all the way and shot I could see his hands were just shaking and, and I think it was like something like dawn the lighting is very inconsistent that's my challenge but I said let's just do this, this after he came he said you know uh, the, his words was like fuck the lighting we got the scene alright and that is what I love so much about Michael mm. sometimes my own insecurities back then because it was such a large show you're dealing with, with so much of emotions and egos and very heavy scenes I needed two episodes and the episodes I don't know why was just too emotional. Uh, and there are a lot of times, like, okay, you know, because, you know, it was a TV show and we were already overrunning. Episodes were coming, pre edits, the EPAD warned me, a lot of this overrunning. I don't know how to. So, in that sense, sometimes I need an additional coverage so that we can cut time. Michael be like, you don't need another shot. <laughs> we got it, you know, but sometimes he moves the shot. Mm. He knows, like, the other actor is also emoting. He moved it from that one close up. He became a two shot, and we could use it. So he's not very set aside, and he has that magic. And until today, I don't think I found someone like him.
0: Cool. That in that
1: aspect, like you know, no matter how much people talk about him, he was good. I
0: mind. I I think that's the thing about like you know this. That's why we have this podcast. Also, um, is that everyone will talk here and there. A yeah. lot of people say it about me, but. A lot of people also when they like work with me, they no like. I would say it's like, where did that came from? If that person (laughs) that worked with me, then okay, it's fair. But if they not, they heard it from you know another person, another person. A lot of times these are not
1: true. The problem is because right, um, people judge us on sense. Correct. That's the thing, but they don't understand it's only from action and cut. Correct. After that. We can have lunch together. Yeah. We can talk about anything and everything. Yeah. But but look here, you know, there's really so much of problems. Uh, 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 you know, you don't. let's not even talk about egos, right? But but because we are judged on that and we are actually piling up the mistakes of several people, several <laughs> departments, <laughs> no one's going to, you're going to make a call to your showrunner and say, I'm facing this problem. What should I do? Mm. It doesn't look good on you. Correct. Right, so you 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 take you make the best judgment. So due to, I mean, I'll be upfront here. I've also yelled. <laughs> I'm always a soft person, but there are times where it goes beyond ridiculousness. I've also yelled, and you know sometimes it's just a build up that happens. But after that, you know those people who know I've yelled, we are friends until today. It could it could have been an extra. It could have been like you know, but you know the but the problem is because we are judged and we are, it's it's one event or one segment that is magnified. Okay, this guy is a crazy guy. Yeah. He's got a temper. <laughs> yeah. So mm. it, the narrative just changes.
0: Yeah, but uh, I think that one um, for me I mean, everyone has their own journey, but uh, sometimes you just have to do it. It's like, uh, I don't know, for Tangling one, famously was the walkathon. Uh.
1: Oh, okay, okay, okay. And so the 80s were like,
0: not in control. I mean... I just w- be in control. Oh, then yeah. after that, wow, it was... We, w- we actually finished, I think, two hours ahead. <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, how does diplomacy <laughs> yeah. work for... Director. I don't understand that. Correct. If you are a diplomatic person in character or you're that kind of person, impartial person,
0: they will be a producer.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you you can't be a director, you you can't. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay, hey, thanks so much. Uh Thank you. we've really uh, must be very hungry. So thanks so much. We as I told every director, we might drag you back for because even just talking about the acting part, yeah. It's already it's like what we're glancing through is only uh, the surface. Like dealing with, like uh, I can go into topics like uh, difficult actors. <laughs> wow. And then you then, and me will have...
1: Then you have to ask yourself, are they even actors in the film? <laughs> <place? laughs>
0: well. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Different debate. Yeah, huh? yeah,
0: yeah. But uh, thanks
1: thanks so much, Bill. No, no uh, problem. Thanks, back. Thanks,
0: thank you.